When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. Time for tip-off Tuesday. There's no magic formula. Eric Williams, three. Good at the shot clock buzzer. Young all the way to the basket with two hands. We're going to have to get ready for it. Ducks get it to Richardson. His three is good. And one of the things that I'm really proud of next game attitude. Sedona Prince follows, scores, and is foul. Perry steps into a long three and hits it. Softly lay it in. Ducks take the lead. Down the stretch, we made the plays. And that's what a good team's got to do. is tip-off Tuesday on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Let's talk Oregon Ducks basketball. From the Country Financial Studio, alongside Terry Johns, here's Joey Mack. A historic weekend for Oregon men's and women's basketball and a lot of fun to talk about. It's a good day to be a Duck. And, man, Terry, I'll tell you, a quick recap of last week, as we always do, to open tip-off Tuesday. you got to go back uh, a ways. Um, we can go back as far as the 99-2000 season. And since then, no other school has had four wins over AP top ten opponents, men and women combined, over a span of five days or less. So the women with a victory over number seven and number ten, the men with victories over number three and number five, an incredible weekend for Oregon basketball. Actually, it was number nine, UConn. Number nine. They, they updated the rankings in the morning. But, Day but up, still, that's right. oh, it man. was pretty good. It was still pretty good. I mean, that's even better. But, yeah, what a weekend. It, it, the crowds were great. 
at Matthew Knight for the women's games, both uh, Arizona and then uh, against UConn. Uh, it's not often UConn comes out to Eugene, mm-hmm. Oregon. It's only a couple of times. And uh, that was pretty cool. So good job, fans. Good job by the teams. And going back to the Oregon State victory for the Oregon men, that means that it's uh, five straight victories by the men's and women's programs combined against teams that were in last year's Elite Eight. Yeah, Pretty incredible. Uh, the Ducks are one of three teams ever on the men's side to win three straight games against Elite Eight teams from previous season. From the previous season. Uh, it's just an incredible, incredible historic weekend. Now, the, the thing that you'll hear, though, coming up on the show today, talking with Kelly Graves and talking with Oregon assistant coach Mike Menega, is that the Ducks were the upsetters, but it's kind of it doesn't really feel that way, right? Like, this is no. an athletic department that wants to have teams that are that are in the top five and in the top ten. And, and for the Oregon women, Terry, it wasn't necessarily an upset now that everybody's back for this Ducks team. Yeah, and the, the national press is starting to look at the Oregon women. They knew if they got healthy, you know, how good are they? I think now after this weekend, I, I saw one. He had uh, one tweet, and then he followed it up after the game. Yeah, they're uh, – However, he put it to them in the grave or something it was premature. Right. That's they're pretty good. Yeah. And then meanwhile, on the men's side, uh, the Ducks are squarely back into the NCAA tournament picture, and they're also now in the hunt for the Pac-12 championship. But yeah. uh, two losses in the month of December by a combined five points to go to 0 and 2 in Pac-12 play, and since then, the Ducks have stormed back with with a vengeance. Uh, it's the first time since 1976 that a team has beaten two top five opponents on the road which is incredible for the Oregon men's basketball team, yeah. and just the third time that it's ever happened. Uh, so I don't care if you're winless or if you're undefeated. You beat two top five teams on the road. That's only been done three times in the history of college basketball. And the USC game, they did it rather easily. They did. It was, it was impressive. I kept waiting, okay, USC's going to make a run, and they never really did. No, they didn't. Oregon uh, was the dominant team. Got it within nine in the second half at one point, and then Eric Williams hit a three to put the Ducks up 12, and yeah. it, it was it was yeah. over. Uh, they did a nice job. So Good we're going to hear from Mike Menega, going to hear from Kelly Graves. We're going to get out of here and come back because we got tons of interviews. Nobody cares what we think. You want to hear from the coaches, right? Sure. That's right. Tip-off Tuesday back after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Dear winter, you can't stop a new 2022 Toyota. No matter the weather, the Camry all-wheel drive comes out to play. Snowy hills don't stand a chance against the RAV4, and everyone's comfy in the Highlander. See you in the snow. Find yours at Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Once a duck, always a duck. That's OCCU. Since 1956, OCCU has been the credit union serving the University of Oregon community. From the bright yellow duck debit card to the duck visa rewards card. If you're a duck, you belong at OCCU, where you'll find fewer fees, higher savings rates, and lower rates on loans, and lots of fellow duck fans. Go Ducks! Join OCCU. Learn more at myoccu.org slash go ducks. Dear winter, you can't stop a new 2022 Toyota. No matter the weather, the Camry all-wheel drive comes out to play. Snowy hills don't stand a chance against the RAV4, and everyone's comfy in the Highlander. See you in the snow. Find yours at Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Um, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. Navigating without a compass, eyes waiting, started to wander. Metamorphosis, loss of who you thought you is. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at sounditoutogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures.
Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Is this tree good for climbing? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady and the Ad Council. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Tip-Off Tuesday. Terry and Joy as we talk women's basketball here to start, uh, beating number seven, Arizona. Number nine, UConn on Monday. Let's hear from the big guy, Kelly Graves. Well, Coach, uh, the weekend, your birthday weekend, by the way. That's a pretty good birthday present, a couple top ten wins. It is. You know, uh, coaches, we're kind of a shallow group. You know, we, we don't need a lot to make us happy, just wins. It's always the best gift you can get as a coach, and we got a couple of really good ones. So uh, I want to thank my team for being so generous this year. <laughs> it's my last one in the 50s, so that's right. after that I'm in your, your neck of that's the woods, right. buddy. I would tell you it gets better, but I'd be lying to you, but that's okay. You'll be fine. Well, everybody's told me that the 60s, your 60s are the, your best time. That's the best decade. Yeah, you're not as stressed, I'll tell you that. Well, in my posi- in my position, I don't think that's possible, but thank you. Well, this weekend. And you? I have quite a prescription of blood pressure pills and things like that to attest to that, yes. Well, let's talk about Arizona first. Uh, you know, number seven, you got Sedona back after missing last week, and you finally had the whole team. You had all the people you've recruited, the entire 13 available to you. Dug a hole, but you dug out of it, too. Yeah, we did. That was just an amazing game. I mean, um, you could tell it was two teams that really, really wanted, you know, to to get after each other. Um, And you're right. Yeah, we we were down, what, 17, I think? Was that the biggest deficit? in the third. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we just found a way. Um, You know, it's still going to be a work in progress for us, and so we're going to have some ups and downs, and, uh, but we really just turned on the the defense. I thought we were really connected and and uh, and played hard and 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 got after them in that last quarter and and then obviously uh, you know made some some great plays to 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 tie the game and get it to overtime. Uh, and then in the overtime session, it was kind of back and forth. We had the three point lead and. Man, I just remembered the timeout. We said no threes, no threes, and Bendu uh, for them got open and and hit that three to tie it. But uh, that set up our last, uh, you know, our last play. And uh, I thought Sydney got a great look. That's kind of what we wanted right there in the corner. And uh, and then credit Sedona, she stayed with it and tipped the ball and and got it to India, who uh, you know calmly made that that great shot. So what what it was a great game, hard fought, man, hard fought. Very emotional, and uh, but we we came out on top, and I, I thought that was huge because, you know, it changes your mindset going into then the Monday game. You know, if it, with a win like that, it, just a little more pep in the step, and you're a little more excited, and and I think it carried over Monday. Yeah, and Monday to be able to, uh, well, it's such an emotional win. You went overtime, so physically draining as well. To come back and play the way you did against UConn, although it didn't start well there either, very well. But uh, 
to do that. That's not easy to do. It, it's not. It's not. Um, you know, like I told the team after the game, hey, enjoy it tonight, and then we got to forget about it, you know, and tomorrow we have to prepare for UConn. And what happens is you win a game like that, and you, everybody that you know is texting you. I mean, I got – I don't know how many texts I got – uh, from a lot of the, my colleagues in the conference too, uh, but uh, uh, I got, you know, and everybody's getting their backs padded and everything, yeah. and you did so great. But you've got to refocus because now you've got a, you know, a different kind of team coming in, and even perhaps better team. And um, so, but they did, they did, they did a great job of compartmentalizing that and moving on. UConn, uh, you know, wounded. We know about that. You've done that. Uh, you've, you've made a tough schedule, tough non-conference schedule. I mean, in the Bahamas, you would have loved to have everybody, and you didn't, and you're playing really good competition there. You did get one. Uh, you know, and then some other – I mean, Kansas State, very good team in the rankings now. So you wanted to be healthy. You scheduled with the idea, I'm going to have a healthy team, and sometimes it just doesn't happen that way, and it didn't this year. But you're back. It didn't this year, yeah. You know, and, and then take, take Northwestern. I mean, that was going to be another tough road – road game another ncaa tournament team yeah we scheduled up i mean uconn was you know i was kind of kidding gino i said yeah you know i this you're our fourth you're our fourth final four team from a year yeah. ago we're used to this gino no big deal uh but yeah it you know looking back i, I think if we would have been healthy right from the start i think our record would look a lot different yeah. and we'd probably be pretty high in those rankings um you know, you, you can't ever predict anything, but my guess is we, we, we'd be up there. But, you know, I, I think this in the end will make us stronger. You know, we had to go through our trials and tribulations and, and figure it out. And now we're starting to get whole, and I think it there's a whole new energy around the team, and that showed up this week. After you beat Arizona, you dropped one. Arizona went up one, which was <laughs> kind of odd. Now you beat UConn. You went from 17 to this morning you're number 12. Yeah, I don't know how that thing works. Yeah, I mean, a lot of <laughs> but, it, you know, is who you played and what they did and, and all of that. And but. a lot of it takes into account efficiency, you yes. know, how you play. Yes. And right now we're pretty efficient on both ends of the floor uh, by the numbers, you know, nationally. And you're always kind enough to send me some of that information. But, uh, um, you know, I think that's, that's a big part of it. And we've played good basketball. Yeah. You know, even on those games we lost, we played good basketball, mm-hmm. relatively speaking. So, um yeah, who, who knows? We just got to keep doing what we do, keep improving, and all that stuff will take care of itself. Well, let's get this out of the way because I, I always feel like in these situations, fans are saying, Terry, ask him about Niara. And I, you probably don't yeah. know any more than you did last night other than uh, she did come back out with ice on her knee, and I know Kim probably wouldn't be letting her walk around if it was something serious. Yeah, I, I talked to both Kim and Niara after, and uh, – you know, I think she's okay. She's not 100%. You know, there there was some effect there. But uh, I think in her case, you know, sometimes if you if you come down in a strange strange way like that and you, you feel some pain, you know, you tend to, to go to the negative real fast because she's done it twice. Right. And, you know, in each and every day she still lives with, you know, a little bit of swelling and this and that. And so I think it maybe scared her as much as anything. Uh, you know, definitely – there was a little damage, but I'm not sure if it's anything long-term or, or not. I, I haven't talked to him this morning, but uh, uh, but I will here in a, you know, as soon as I'm done here. Uh, matchup zone. You got you went to that. Um, you know, UConn was struggling. They were getting it inside and getting mismatches with the guards yep. with Ducharme. But it was it, the matchup zone when you know you're going to have the teams are going to have to shoot you out of that, aren't they? And, and then when they can't, it's very very effective. 
It can be. You know what it's allowed us to, to, to be is much more aggressive. Yeah. We can be aggressive out of it. We got some good traps. We started trapping the corner in that second half yeah. with some effectiveness, and we ended up with 13 steals. Yeah. So in three of the last four games, we've had exactly 13 steals, which is a lot in the game of basketball. So, uh, you know, I think it's been good to us. Um, and like you said, they, you know, we have small guards, right? And it's something we haven't really had here and they were posting up Ducharme on uh, on India, and we switch enough to where if a, if a team really wants to exploit you know their size, that they can against us. And we weren't doing a good job of getting pressure on the uh, on the passer there in the middle of the floor, and so they were able to throw it to to number thirty three Ducharme, and and she scored I think on three different occasions on a post up. So we just felt the need, hey, we're going to just have to switch this up a little bit. Yeah, 19 turnovers you caused to, to, to UConn and 21 to 9 points off turnovers. That was big in get, getting the, the lead out there. Yeah, no question about it. I thought the defense is what turned around both games this weekend, yeah. Yeah. both games. Uh, and uh, when we really cranked it up in the second, you know, late in the first quarter and then the second quarter against UConn defensively, I think that's when we were able to separate. So that's really nice to know that we can rely on our defense to uh, – uh, you know, to help win games and not just outscore people because for a long time we've really been one of the best offensive teams in the country and continue to be. So, um, anyway, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was a fun weekend. Now we got to move on. It's a short week, and now we move on to the Washingtons. Yeah. I'm not leading you anywhere. I'm just saying that as a, as a coach, <laughs> no, that's your you, mindset. You have to, yeah. I mean, you know, the game's over. We enjoyed it last night. We went out and celebrated a little bit. And now this morning, guess what? What's next? I mean, that's just the, the, the world we live in as coaches. There you go. Part one of uh, Kelly Graves' interview, by the way, brought to you by Toyota. Let's go places. Part two coming up here on Tip-Off Tuesday, back after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of (laughs) P-I-Z-Z-A? Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah. That's the sound of a freshly opened, fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at Proactive Physical Therapy Specialists can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With 15 convenient locations across Portland, contact Proactive Physical Therapy Specialists today at ProactivePTS.com to see a physical therapist. Proactive Physical Therapy Specialists, a proud partner of Oregon Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Duck fans in the game. You're listening to Ducks Basketball on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager. Learning the lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. What is dedication? My daughter started making necklaces. She makes what we call affirmation fashion. I tell her every day that your black is beautiful. And if there's anything better than being beautiful, it's being smart. And if there's anything better than being smart, it's being kind. 
and reaffirming that every day is our method of making sure her chin never drops. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Tip-off Tuesday, Terry and Joy, as we uh, continue talking women's basketball. The big guy, happy birthday to him over the weekend. A couple top nine victories. And here's part two with Kelly Graves. Let's talk a little bit more about the defense. Had Maddie Shear. I try and kind of move it around. Don't always have the star player of the game on in the post game with, with Bev and me, but we got Maddie Shear on, you know, who you've mentioned several times. Shania Pinto's another one. They don't need to score to affect the game. No, oh, no question. Shania's case, you know, point or case in point, right? Yeah. I mean, she uh, against Arizona came in and just disrupted them, got rebounds, uh, and and played great defense. She's she's just so long and athletic and tenacious. Uh, you and then did the same yesterday. Uh, I think that was a, a big part of it. And then you you always mention Maddie. She's so solid. You don't really notice it. She's. She kind of has her hands down. I prefer them kind of have their hands up and ready. She keeps them down and baits you into making a, a pass, and she's so quick. Yeah. And uh, and what I like about our team is we're not just stealing the ball from people. We're, we're getting tips and recovering. And I always tell them, you know, tips, and then somebody else recovers it. Those lead to transition points. Sometimes when you just steal a ball from somebody, you don't really get that advantage. So tips lead to steals or tips that lead to steals, those lead to transition buckets. And we're getting some easy run-out buckets. So, yeah, good on them. And how about Philly? Philly comes in in both games and, and makes an impact. And, you know, the the, the block shot at the end of, uh, I don't know what quarter that was. I guess it was at the half. I think so, yeah. And and she just she continues to just improve and do a great job, but is a force defensively. Yeah. And also caused Ono to travel. You know, yeah. she makes her move, and Philly's still there, and she's still six eight, and she's yeah. still walled up with those arms, and and she traveled, so she's making an impact that doesn't show up in the stats. Yeah, I was gonna say the length. You bring up Philly six eight, but the length of your team causes problems. It, it it can, yeah, it can. Now you know some teams take advantage of that from time to time. You know where we get caught on a switch and they have a little guard going against Sedona on the perimeter and they've been able to get by her. But uh, I think by and large it it has helped us. You know I've always felt length never hurts you, just like quickness. I don't care what sport, yeah. quickness never hurts you, right? Yeah. Yep. You can't coach getting faster, really. Can no. you? Well, maybe a little bit, but not not not. Difference maker. Well, it's funny. I talked to Robert about that. Robert, Coach John, Robert, yeah, Coach Johnson on the track team, and you know they're trying to get people faster by the, the tenths of a second. T- yeah. Yes, tenths of a second, sometimes hundredths of a second. You know, and that's just basketball. It's a little different, but uh, yeah, it's it's tough to do. Yeah, you mentioned Sedona. <laughs> Best weekend she's had since she's been here. Now it's limited by a lot of things. Uh, but man, she she grew up. Her game grew up this weekend. Yeah, it did. Yeah, she she was money in that uh, mid post area and high post. Uh, she played good defense. You know what she did? She gave us a lot of energy too. Yes. She played with some passion, uh, a little bit of edge, and uh, yeah, we needed it. And yeah, I'm really happy for her, man. I you know what? She came off the bench both games. 
she almost seems like she's pretty comfortable in that role, you know, has a chance to come in and, okay, this is what I need to do to affect the game. But, uh, yeah, she had a great weekend uh, on, on the boards as well. Yeah, there'll be times, though, you want to start with a big lineup rather than the small, but it just it's matchups. You can match it, up with anybody. It, it is, and I think that's what I'm really excited about going down the stretch of the season. We have different ways we can play people. We can spread you out, put four or five shooters on the court and play through Niara inside with four people on the perimeter and, and become really good, or we can go with the double big. I think this weekend we were better with the, with the bigger lineup. I think that yeah. was our far more most efficient lineup. Tahina. Uh, just, uh, you know, not 100% yet uh, coming back, but she looks 100% to a lot of people. Yeah, she sure played well this weekend. Uh, not only, you know, shooting the ball and, and, and creating. She created for herself, but she she created for others as well. Uh, yeah, I th- she had a great, great weekend. It wasn't her best, I guess, perimeter shooting weekend. Yeah. She hit enough to, well, you know, that was nice, but... I, uh, just her overall performance in two big games like that was uh, was pretty neat to see, and we needed it. Yeah, she she did not play like this. Is what her fourth fourth game back, fifth game back, yeah. something like that. So, yeah, good on her. She's going to continue to get better. Now we got to get a running mate to go. You know, India has struggled a little yep. bit. You know, from the field, and uh, I think she, I, I just she seems to be playing a little tentative. Um, obviously hit one really really big bucket but i think when she gets going that that's a that's a heck of a backcourt right there two yeah. players that kind of on any given night get you 25 30 points and tell me if i'm right or wrong here and sometimes with india i mean i think that usc she was you know the key player yeah you know you make it all happen and now you got some running mates where you you, you don't have to make it all happen you can do some other things and that's that's an adjustment yeah i'm not saying she played no, poorly no, no. Uh, but yeah, it is an adjustment. There's no question about it. Yeah, you uh, you know, but it can also help her game because now not everybody's focused on her. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think she's just playing a little tentative right now. But I anticipate, you know, that's something we can talk through and watch some film. And uh, I I just think she's got so much ability, and I just love her to death, man. That yeah. that kid, she competes. Yeah. She really competes, and she's sure fun to coach. You mentioned, too, last night, uh, Kylie Watson, Elise Hurst. You know, it's kind of funny. You had, with the injuries, you had them some people starting, and now they're coming off the bench. It's kind of helping, and, and they're giving you a lift. Yeah, no question. Kai, that's one of the best games she's played, I think, for us. That was a productive maybe 22 minutes. You know, I should – I don't know how many baskets, I think maybe four or five points, but she had six rebounds and, and got to the line. She's, uh, she, I thought, had a really good game last night. Dove on the floor. Dove on the floor, yeah, that, and that led possession. to a three, yeah. right? That led to a three. I think so. Again, see, those are little plays, Terry, you, you recognize and some other people do, but not enough people recognize that. That extra possession that gets us a three, and we started to separate at that point. You know, you want teams to, or fan base to really buy in and play hard, and, and they'll love that. Let's wrap it up here with a road trip uh, heading up to the Washingtons, the Washington first and then Washington State, uh, uh, new coach, for Washington and uh, Washington State getting it going. Of course, they still have the Ledger Walker sisters, the Kiwis. They're pretty good. They are pretty and good. They have more pieces too. They they do. Yeah, they're really good. They've actually had a nice season. Uh, Washington. I I haven't really watched much because 
I think this weekend was the first time they played a Pac-12 That's game, true. right? Sometimes in the non-league, I don't really pay that much attention to them unless, you know, they're an early, early opponent. So, um, but, you know, yeah, the coach, uh, Tina's done an awesome job everywhere she's coached. Mm-hmm. And, uh, coming and from I, Rice. Right? And coming yeah. from Rice, yeah. Yeah, had really they, great yeah. teams there. And, and she's got a couple of nice pieces um, uh, I think is Peterson. I think she's yeah, back, right? back, right? Yeah, she's a good healthy. player. Yeah. Van Dyke yeah. uh, is a nice player, and then they she brought with her a couple of transfers. One is Maddie's best friend. Oh. Uh, they they were high school teammates together, and, and I think she's having a nice year. And then they have the the big six eight gal in the middle who uh, yeah. who can impact the game at both ends of the floor. So uh, I think that that's going to be a, a tough game, and and you know the Huskies and the Ducks are rivals, so it will always be tough in that regard. Uh, and then the game at Washington State, I'll worry about, I guess, later. Uh, but like you said, the sisters are back, and they, you know, their their center, I think, has really improved. Yeah, Mercatete. Yeah. What What's that name? Mercatete. Okay, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Uh, she's really good. She's she actually gotten a lot better. I remember they came down, you know, a couple of years ago when she was a freshman. I was thinking, man, I don't know what they saw in her. And, boy, they've done a great job in developing. She's done a great job in working at it. So it's going to be a tough weekend. All right, buddy. Thanks for always being available. Uh, you got uh, some film and whatever else. Yeah, to go today's to, right? film day. Day yeah. off for the team, and we'll get, get going on Wednesday. But, uh, yeah, today's the day we watch film and meet as a coaching staff. All right. Thanks, Coach. Okay, buddy. There you go, the uh, Kelly Graves Toyota interview here for tip off tuesday time to turn to the men i am looking forward to uh playing this interview for you with mike menega the oregon men's basketball assistant he had some surprises for us after the historic weekend talking with coach menega next on the oregon sports network from learfield some people just know there's a better way to do things like bundling your home and auto insurance with allstate or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself so do things the better way Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Once a duck, always a duck. That's OCCU. Since 1956, OCCU has been the credit union serving the University of Oregon community. From the bright yellow duck debit card to the duck visa rewards card. If you're a duck, you belong at OCCU, where you'll find fewer fees, higher savings rates, and lower rates on loans, and lots of fellow duck fans. Go Ducks! Join OCCU. Learn more at myoccu.org slash go ducks. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at Proactive Physical Therapy Specialists can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With 15 convenient locations across Portland, contact Proactive Physical Therapy Specialists today at ProactivePTS.com to see a physical therapist. Proactive Physical Therapy Specialists, a proud partner of Oregon Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Duck fans in the game. You're listening to Oregon Basketball from Learfield. These are the sounds of a dinner. A dinner that almost didn't happen. A dinner now served thanks to people like you. Due to COVID-19, 17 million more Americans may face hunger. Feeding America is helping our neighbors in need. And if you're able, you can too. 
Donations are being accepted at feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. We're back in the Country Financial Studio. It is Tip-Off Tuesday. He's Terry Johns. I'm Joey Mack. Earlier today, I got the chance to sit down with Oregon men's basketball assistant coach Mike Menega. He always brings a lot of energy. I mean, man, it was awesome. 700 wins uh, at the Division One level now for Coach Altman. Back-to-back top five wins for any team in America for the first time since 1976. And we had some fun breaking it all down with assistant <laughs> coach Mike Menega. What a weekend for Oregon men's basketball. Mike Menigo, Oregon men's basketball assistant coach, is here. Coach, hey, first of all, just thanks for being here in the studio, man. I appreciate it. it, it it's tip-off Tuesday. It's, it's after Martin Luther King Day, which is awesome. The women got some great wins. You guys got back-to-back top five road wins. Just how you feeling as you kind of exhale after the weekend that was? Well, let's not forget this. Not only the Ducks going a great run, but then Buffalo Bills got it done, too. <laughs> so, so a shout-out to all my people in Buffalo and the Bills Mafia. Breaking all those tables on some <laughs> RV dives. <laughs> I mean, it was an incredible. I mean, that, it was an incredible run for the Ducks. By no me and you, Joey, going into the game that USC game, we were watching part of that Bills game, and it was took me back to how cold it gets back there. I mean, those cats—they had dragon breath. You know, it was like a foot and a half in front of them. So. You know, Patriots had no chance. So field was frozen. Guys. So like you it, could it, see guys slipping on the field. And a shout out to my man Rivaldo Soares. Obviously, he's from Boston. He's a diehard Patriots guy. Ooh. So we had a ten on the line. So to all the fans, a ten <laughs> is ten lengths of the court. That's pretty heavy on me. I'm a, I'm 51. A ten for me. I mean, that's heavy. So thank goodness the Bills <laughs> came through and. That was light work for Rivaldo. So, That's great. Uh, Rivaldo gets like he, he paid up immediately, so he, he shows his character. That's great. So uh, Rivaldo soars. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss, though, buddy. Uh, but now the Bills, man, that, that that's historic stuff, and a lot of historic things happened this weekend. UCLA, you guys got that win. Yeah. Beat USC and, and led wire to wire, coach. Let, wow. Let's start with just the, that UCLA game. Go back in time for us. I know that feels like an eternity ago for a coach who's already scouting ahead now to the next opponent that we'll talk about. That UCLA win was really something. You guys found a way, faced some adversity, and got it done in overtime. It was. Uh, it was. I was so happy and proud for the guys. I was excited for coach. I mean, uh, you know, there's no no doubt if you're, you've been following us and you're a Duck fan, we've been going through our ups and downs in uh, in our adversity, and then coach has been challenging the guys to, you know, get tougher. You know, get on the boards, win the battle of the boards, come together defensively, get connected. You always hear coach talking about getting connected, and then obviously it just culminated into a, a great performance um you know obviously there was its ups and downs just like in any game but coach like says 10 up 10 down 20 up 20 down you couldn't ask for a game that didn't 
exemplified that, especially down the stretch. You thought when we kind of they tied us up, and that's what they do. I mean, they're really good. They're a, they're a Final Four team. They are a top five national championship contending team in our league. And you expect them to punch back, but it was great to see our guys respond and get the win. How about getting through the adversity of them forcing overtime too, Coach? I mean, that, that's a tough thing, right? You guys had the lead. UCLA, after a couple mistakes, as Coach talked about post game, you guys are in overtime, but the mentality of your team to, to still come through, get the win. What was that like in that period between the end of regulation, beginning of overtime, and just how, how proud are you as a coach of the way the guys handled that? Well, I appreciate that, Joey. We are too, but we're human just like anybody else. So I think anybody, when that buzzer sounded for the overtime, I think everybody was thinking, oh, man, yeah. you know, this is going to be a steep hill to climb because they're going to be motivated. We naturally let down just a little bit, man. Give our guys credit, though. And, man, we came out firing, you know. It started right from the jump. We won the tip. We got got right to it, you know. Got a couple early buckets, and you hear coach talk about this all the time. You you let a team score, you score. It gives you energy, and uh, our guys put it together and just man, we just got connected that game, and so happy and proud for him, and obviously really happy and proud of coaches. To win his 700th win on something like that was you couldn't write a write a script for that. I mean, well, yeah, I mean 700. So those of you who who, who missed it over the weekend with all of the, the really the pomp and circumstance, because this is deserving of a lot of pomp and circumstance. Coach now has 701 career wins at the Division One level, only mm. the 23rd coach to ever get to that mark, uh, which is significant. I mean, just as a basketball historian like I know you are, how big of a deal is that for fans? Put it in context for us. I mean, the way I put this in context is everybody back in the day used to have, like, the 20 win mm-hmm. as, like, the marker, the moniker for like a successful season. And when you think about just 20 wins, I'm not, I don't got my calculator in front of me, but that's like 35. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> 35 by 20 is like 700, right? right? You know what I mean? So you think about, that's more than some of our fans' lifespan. That's right. Coach was out there winning games at that high level over three to four decades. Amazing. I mean, so it's absolutely incredible, um, you know, blessed as a, as, a, as a coach to be working for a, a Hall of Famer like that. And then, obviously, um, our players uh, were so happy for Coach. It was a, it was a great locker room. You know, as you, it, we needed that, and just like and that's no mystery. But uh, for Coach to get number seven hundred and something like that was incredible. And in Coach fashion, I had no idea. You know, uh, going into it, you know, he's such a down to earth guy, and all he thinks about is is everybody else except himself. And uh, um, man, we all love that guy. We were really happy for him too. And he got a bath. Yes, he did. <laughs> Little story right there. So uh, a, a few years ago, uh, I can't remember what year it was, but we tied for a Pac-12 championship yeah. at UCLA. And uh, Coach kind of knew what was going on. So the way the UCLA locker room is, it's a real narrow, and the guys are, like, right on top. It's just like That's a real right. tight, narrow hallway for him to get into. And they put, like, a little white piece of paper in the middle of the group and they're like okay nobody say nothing when coach crosses this this is where we boom so i think coach figured it out because he came in everybody was quiet and there was a white piece of paper sitting in the middle <laughs> and he's he hesitated for a little bit and and then the guys looked at him and they're just like, let's go. You know what I mean? And coach, we ran him out of the locker room. Oh, that's great. He comes in, so, so to finish that story, he comes back and he sits down next to me. He's got a different shirt on to do the postgame oh. interview. His hair's wet. And he, he oh. sits down and he kind of, you know, when, you, when you're wet, you're kind of uncomfortable. You kind of like squish into the chair. Oh, and he, man. I, I looked at him and I said, oh, man, coach, you, 
you got you got a bath in there? He goes, yeah, the guys are excited, you know, just in, in very coach fashion. I love that. That's a great story. Oh, Mike Benega with us. Winning's the best, isn't it? It is. It really is. Oh, I mean, man. It, you know, coaching the USC win, you guys you guys led wire to wire in that game against a team that, that had given you guys trouble the last few years. 100%. You know good. what I mean? I think coach kind of set the tone with everybody. You know what I mean? They've kind of had our number. You know, if you look at it, you know, especially last year, we thought we had a great team. We won the league, but they had our number. And so, um, you know, credit to Eric Williams and Will Richardson. You know, I think those guys coming in and giving us a lot of leadership over the last, like, 10 days has, has moved our team immensely. And uh, we needed them that game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Eric Williams goes out there and flies around and gets 11 deflections. You know, wow. Will Richardson gets out there and does his thing and, you know, he's the reigning Pac-12 player of the week. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, just the way you, you think you should be drawn up, right? These guys have put in the time. They've got the championship experience. We're down. And here they come. I love you know? that. So I, I got to give credit to uh, Eric and Will for really leading our charge. And uh, and then obviously Coach just putting the right things in our heads, you know, to, to lock us in. You know, you guys have gone through, we talk about adversity. You, you play Oregon State in that makeup game. You don't get a chance to practice much before traveling. And, and Coach even said it postgame, too. He, he agreed. He was like, you know, the leadership from a guy like Will. You know, What's that leadership looked like in the locker room? Take fans inside. What, what's Will doing at practice that sort of maybe, maybe shifted things the last week? Week or so. You know, you probably hear this a lot from coaches of all different sports, but basketball really, really, it, it reigns true, is just communication, just talking. You know what I mean? Will has seen so much. I mean, look at this this kid's career. He has a duck. He's won three championships. He's He's been postseason success off the charts. He's played with NBA guys. He's playing for an, a Hall of Fame coach. So he's got a lot to give. He's got a lot of observations and experience to share. So just getting him to open his mouth in practice and walk through and film one-on-one and it's, 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 it's moved our guys, you know, and, uh, and it's, you know, like it's going back to that word connected, you know, it's connected us. And, uh, and I think it's given Will a lot of confidence because now, you know, his game is responding, you know, Eric's energy level is sky high. Even if Eric is not making shots, he's, he's affecting the game. No doubt. And like I said, whether it's grabbing the six, seven rebounds he did, the 11 deflections he got, I mean, every one of those is a, is a, is a game-breaking, momentum-shifting play. Assistant Coach Mike Menega joining us. It's tip-off Tuesday here in the Country Financial Studio. Yeah, Will Richardson, the Pac-12 Player of the Week, announced yesterday 28 points. That's a career high. Pretty darn impressive weekend for Will Richardson and the rest of the Ducks. And we're going to talk about just how impressive and have a little fun with Mike Menega in part two of our chat coming up next on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Dear winter, you can't stop a new 2022 Toyota. No matter the weather, the Camry all-wheel drive comes out to play. Snowy hills don't stand a chance against the RAV4, and everyone's comfy in the Highlander. See you in the snow. Find yours at Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of (laughs) P-I-Z-Z-A? Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah. That's the sound of a freshly opened, fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Dear winter, you can't stop a new 2022 Toyota. No matter the weather, the Camry all-wheel drive comes out to play. Snowy hills don't stand a chance against the RAV4, and everyone's comfy in the Highlander. See you in the snow. Find yours at Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tip-Off Tuesday on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield.
Okay, men. This is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're gonna go out there and be an all-star caregiver. Cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. You gotta dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments, because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Show the world that you're tougher than tough. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Tip Off Tuesday. We're here inside the Country Financial Studio. We continue talking men's basketball, a historic weekend for the Ducks. Assistant coach Mike Menega, man, we, we had some fun with him. Check this out. Mike Menega with us. All right, let's talk a little bit about the history that we've been discussing. <laughs> First time since 1976 wow. that a team has won back-to-back games against a top-five opponent on the road. And there's only a handful of times that it's happened totally in the regular season, including home games, Mike. So going on the road is always tough, and I think that number really – Shows you. So since 1976, that's something historic that you that guys were able to be, do. I mean, if you put it in perspective, not to date myself tremendously here, but I was six years old, kindergarten, first grade when that happened. And I don't know where everybody else is in the fans are, but we were doing some introspection. So I put together a list here, <laughs> Joey. I love this. So check this out. So how about this, fans? So 1976, to put it in perspective, a famous – all-time science fiction film was just going into production. Okay, yeah. And it still reigns true today with multiple spinoffs today. Sure, sure. I am your father. Who we got? Who, who we got here? That's Star Wars. Star you're, Wars, you're talking, 1976. Mike, I have to tell you, you're talking to two of the biggest Star Wars nerds there are in myself and Scott Phillips. So wow, you're wow. Right that, though, that blew me away. Keep so, it going. So how about this? How about this? So... And this kind of like reigns true, kind of what with our team. We were down, we were up, couldn't, you know, were we going to do it? Were you not going to do it? But probably the all-time greatest real, not real boxer of all time came out with his movie at that time. Dun 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 dun. dun. Rocky, a bad Rocky. Did you guys climb the staircase and throw your hands up? It felt like we did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It felt like we did. It felt like we did. And then, and then another thing here, you know, when I was six years old, I had my little, I had my little routine. Keep in mind, I'm a, I come from a basketball family, so uh, we had our little Dr. J or Larry Bird hoops. When I get oh, okay. home from school, had to knock down five free throws in a row, and then I sat down to my homework snack to Gilligan's Island, okay, Brady Bunch, but the hot. The hot show at that particular time was Sunday, Monday. <laughs> Happy Days. Happy Days was the number one TV program in 1976. Happy Days. So that was an incredible run. And also the in the sports world, the Cincinnati Reds and Johnny Bench yeah. won the World Series. Big Red Machine. Yep, 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 yep. 
the L.A. Raiders were the Super Bowl champions. The L.A. Raiders. You know what I mean? Or, wow. or, the, or, the, or the Oakland, excuse me, Oakland Raiders. It was the Oakland, the Oakland Raiders. Raiders. That's okay. my bad. That's my bad. Well, right I mean, they've changed probably, around. You know? It's moved around a little bit. Like I said, Bill Guy, trying, it's hard to keep, keep track. And then the final one here it, for basketball guys, the NBA was won by the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics, yeah. And John Havlicek was still on the team. Havlicek. So, you know, how about that? So, wow. 1976. You know, brought back a lot of, uh, you know, that, that those things kind of put it in perspective how it long really it's really does. Um, well, I appreciate you doing that, that research because it, it does put it in perspective how historic it is, you know. Yeah. And that, that's, that's an incredible feat. And that's just putting it in context what the Ducks were able to accomplish this weekend. You know, Mike, it was interesting, though, I was, when I was talking to Coach Altman about this post game, and, you know, he said, well, it, it puts us back in the conversation. And, you know, if you want to look at the national nitty-gritty report here as we're closing in on the month of February, yeah, you, you guys are in that field of 68 right now if the tournament started today by the net ma- metrics and the rankings. You know, but it's interesting, like, you guys have talked a lot about how November, December, you had some games that you'd like back. You kind of want to be the hunted, right? Like, this is a basketball program that wants to be the hunted. You guys don't want to be be showing up on the ESPN bottom line saying you pulled upsets. You want to be showing up on the ESPN bottom line as a top 10 team that's just constantly winning games. I mean, that it is an interesting mindset, right? It's kind of a it's a good mentality that we're talking about that you guys want to be the hunted. Uh, 100%, I think that's a, a testament to what Coach has built here, you know, from when he got here to where we're at now. It's the expectation level. You know, I I know personally, you know, my, my mission – daily is hold the standard you know and hold the championship standard I and mean, we are the back-to-back pac-12 champs yep. you know and this puts us like coach says it puts the foot in the door keeps somebody from shutting the door in our face we got our foot in the door now it's on us to kind of bust through it and bust it down but you're right joey i mean uh, and that's something that i think coach tries to you know push to our guys daily is that yeah you're an oregon duck you're mm-hmm. an oregon we don't do this here at oregon you know what i mean there's a certain standard there's a certain, you know, level of focus that's required. And uh, so uh, from the daily practice pieces to just holistically, of course, you know, we'd rather be on the, you know, you know number one, Oregon continues to defend, you know, their piece. But in the reality is college athletics is so volatile. The margin of an error is so, so small. So you're going to deal with adversity. Yeah. You know, it's just going to be part of the nature of the beast. Even if you look at a team like Baylor right now, you know, they're coming off two home losses in a row. You know, it's just, you know, it's a challenge to hold that standard. And it all comes down to how do you respond when things aren't going your way. Individual that I wanted to ask you about is Infale Dante. He played 31 mm. minutes against UCLA, far and away the, the season high. And there were periods there where USC just did not have an answer for him. And moving forward now, we'll get to the, the week ahead. Unfortunately, no game against Washington State on Thursday. As we sit here on Tuesday, who the heck knows what's going to happen with scheduling in, in the world we're living in. But you guys do have a little extra practice time now, which is a huge departure from <laughs> what it was last week. So mm-hmm. two-part question, just for Infali Dante, a guy like that, getting into better shape, having an opportunity to do so in practice this week, and just what a performance from him over the weekend. He's been really consistent, you know what I mean, over the last couple games. And I think it's just, it's just a matter of just like you just said it, Joey, just getting in shape, you know, getting in more in game condition. Uh, basketball conditioning is a lot different than just getting on a treadmill and running because there's a lot of stop and go, and yeah. it's hard to stop and go when you're a big body like that. And the fact is he's four weeks out for coming off an ACL injury, and that's even tougher for bigger guys. So we're really uh, happy and with, with Dante's progress. There's so much more in the tank. You know, and I think that we'll see that as just kind of the days continue. He continues to put the work in. And then, you know, his play and his consistency really also 
brings up Frank Kepnong's play too. Sure. So now all of a sudden, you know, you got 40 minutes between Dante and Frank and you got maybe one of the best five men in the country and you put yeah. them guys together. I mean, so you look at that USC game, eight for nine shooting, 16 points, 10 rebounds, and probably the key part, six block shots. And maybe a couple of them should have been blocks, yeah. you know. So anyhow, uh, Dante's consistency has not only done been great for our team, but also I think has put Frank in a really good spot too. How big has Frank's defense been for you guys? And and, and how much more is in the tank for him, both defensively and offensively? Oh, man, I think I think he's it, he, his sky's the limit for Frank and uh, you know coach has done a really good job as far as just uh, spending time watching film of him getting him to just kind of gear down defensively I think Frank learned the hard way that fouls cost minutes sure. you know and you know and he wants to stay at the game we want him in the game but there was just eliminating that one you know foul where he was just way out of position yeah. where he was closing out on a guy who was not a sh- was not a shooter he was a mm-hmm. driver you're seven foot Frank you can you could guard in space a little bit different than a me or you right. you know what I mean so certainly better than me I don't know about you but oh me too trust me, me. <laughs> so so anyways you know I, I think Frank is really really just kind of taking that to heart you know what I mean and be like hey the team needs me in the mix and needs me in rhythm because fouls fouls disrupt your game you know they they get you out of the game disrupt your rhythm and puts coaches in and say hey, should I leave them in should I leave them out and uh, so I think Frank's really done a good job of focusing and cleaning that up. So Thursday's game against Washington State postponed. An announcement will be made uh, once a date can be figured out to play that game. But that means you guys are waiting until 7 o'clock on Sunday mm. to play Washington. So just, just give fans a peek inside practice again, if you could. What, what's the week ahead look like? How do you maintain the momentum that you have right now, especially when you, you don't have that game on Thursday now? Well, I'm, I'm just said that's why Coach gets paid the big bucks, man. I'm just going to follow <laughs> what the boss man says on that. Uh, you know, I'm sure we'll just progress in. You know, I mean, uh, as we get into the year, um, Coach is big on individual you know, development and focus on individual things. So it'll probably be a collusion of both, you know, as we kind of adjust to the new schedule. And we'll make it the most of the time. Like you said, a guy like Dante, a guy like Frank, even just extra reps, you know, even in this little short window helps tremendously. Man, I love it. Um, I could talk to you for hours. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, that was the, some great research, though. Puts it in perspective how long. I appreciate you doing that. Cause oh, it's man, that was a lot of fun. Historic weekend. Um, and, and here's to a few more historic Let's weekends here moving Let's forward. Let's do it. Mike Let's Menega, Oregon assistant coach, kind enough to join us. Uh, the Ducks taking on the Let's Huskies go. coming up on Sunday. Let's go. That was great. I mean, well done, Mike. So he pulls it out, and he goes, okay, here we go. And I'm sitting there going, what are we doing? Like, you know, it's. It's, it really does put it in perspective, though. It was a long time ago. You know, yeah. it was Clemson who did it in 76, back-to-back top five victories on the road, and pretty impressive uh, what the Ducks have done. Great weekend for Oregon basketball. Uh, now, unfortunately, for the men, going to have to wait a little bit longer. No game Thursday postponed due to COVID protocol in the Cougar program, but 7 o'clock on Sunday, Ducks and Huskies. Yeah, women uh, in Seattle against the Huskies, 7 o'clock, and then at noon in Pullman on Sunday. Tip-off Tuesday. See you next week, everybody. Once a duck, always a duck. That's OCCU. Since 1956, OCCU has been the credit union serving the University of Oregon community. From the bright yellow duck debit card to the duck visa rewards card. If you're a duck, you belong at OCCU, where you'll find fewer fees, higher savings rates, and lower rates on loans, and lots of fellow duck fans. Go Ducks. Join OCCU. Learn more at myoccu.org slash go ducks. 
Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah. That's the sound of a freshly opened, fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. This is the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song. I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. Ugh. I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzzed warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? Hey, so what's a great way to spread awareness that driving high is illegal everywhere? A catchy song, of course. You can run or you can drive high. You can run or you can Friendly reminder, don't drive high. If you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. has been tip-off Tuesday on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Follow along all season as Dana Altman, Kelly Graves, and the Ducks look to make the climb back to the top of the Pac-12. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Oregon Sports Network. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.